Fellas, is your beard on swole and you're looking for products to help maintain it? Or are you just starting your beard journey? Either way, check out The Trap Crate at www.trapcrate.com. Again, www.trapcrate.com. There you'll find beard products and natural soaps. So again, thetrapcrate.com, www.trapcrate.com. Mind over fist, better yet, peace over hatred. I got a problem, enough to fill a hundred cases. I told the judge I ain't do it. His remark was racist, how you gon' do it? All of y'all got black faces, I wanna breathe. They gave me dead air time, but on that radio station, I get that air time. I clean mine, reek of a good time. I change views of criminals that's on the grind. Look out the window, looking for the sun to shine. My mama told me one day I could see the sign. So let me breathe, mommy just let me breathe, homie just let me breathe, why don't you let me breathe, the judge won't let me leave, my mind is on its knees, let me breathe, 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 so let me Yeah, yeah, so you know, like, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, certain, certain spots, it's like, you know, like, like in Cali, niggas be saying Mark ass buster and shit like that, and I'm just like, you know, we don't, you know, but, you know, but I, I feel like, the internet, the internet, the internet made the world that much smaller. You feel what I'm saying? Facts. Cause you know, cause you remember back in the day, back in the day, you know what certain people was from just based off how they dressed or or how they spoke. Yeah. But now, but now everybody borrows each other's slang and shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know where the fuck you from. I, like this is girl the other day I seen and we talking. She's like, you feel me? And I was like, I'm like, yo, am I am I in New York or am I in Oakland? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yo, you know, how you, you, you're talking different, but you know, it's just the internet made the world so much smaller, man, and it's uh, it's crazy. Like every everybody now trying to talk like the niggas in London talk. Oh, like, like man's them. The yo, every I think every time I see somebody uh comment on Instagram, man's them, man said, man said, and I'm like, yo, we we don't talk like that over here. But you know, I guess like I said, the internet made the world that much a smaller place, man. But yo, welcome back to Something's Gotta Give, man. What's popping? What's going on? Tell me what's good with you. Ain't shit, ain't shit, ain't shit, ain't shit, man. Yo, man. Um, they, uh, I think, but they, they just found they, if they, they got nine bodies, right, over in um, uh, bottom buildings. Yeah, uh, roughly around nine bodies. Still like a hundred and something missing. Yeah, I think they gone at this point. They gone. But did you see the report that um an engineer stated years ago that the building needed repairs? Yes, there was under a reclassification as it was stated. Yeah. But um they um throughout the years that particular building had had all types of violation hit and it was just still operating. Yeah, but that's that's uh well, I feel that the city's gonna get sued. The county, the city, the county, and the um whoever owns the building. No, one hundred percent. They all gonna they all, they all gonna get sued. One hundred percent. I think that's is 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 everything's gonna come into light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah, that's you're gonna see a lot of people throwing other people under the bus, man. That's how that that's how that shit go. 
Because now you got a whole bunch of death, deaths on your hands. Now it's like, okay, boom, who dropped the ball? Who dropped the ball? Who dropped the ball? So I wouldn't be surprised if niggas already snitched out. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Back. Yeah, yeah. Back. Niggas that information already. got a car. Over 100 people died. Yeah, yeah. Well, officially nine right now. Unofficially, 170 or something like that. But yeah, them you're not gonna recover all them bodies, man. You know what I'm saying? Not even close. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick people up by names. So uh, are they moving everybody out the buildings or? Mm. What I was under the impression is, I thought they did an evacuation of the buildings that was on each side of it. Oh, so the buildings on each side. Yeah. Okay. Uh damn. Now, yeah, now check this out. They've already had a um you know what I mean they already had a point where they was gonna refix the whole thing up, but this just is it's equivalent. That's why I say the biggest thing for people to know, man, you gotta live your life every day like it's your last. You never know when it's time for you to go. Oh, you talking like Nick Cannon. No, 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 Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. <laughs> that, that's, but that's what he—that's what he said, though. He said, "Hey, man, you, you know, life is short, nigga. You know, he got lupus." Yeah. So he just out here just just knocking them all, no rubber. He which said, is Fuck a, it. yeah, which is a dangerous play, game to play. Yeah, that's yeah, a dangerous hey, game. Hey, you know who else is playing that game, right? Who? Sean Kingston. Yeah, I heard though. Yeah, yeah, but he's a little bit nasty with his though. He got, he said, he got ten chicks on rotation, and he hit all of them raw. Yeah, that that that's not cool. That's, <laughs> that's not even something to be. That's not even something to be bragging about, bro. Uh, said he got ten chicks on ten kid, ten, yo, ten chicks on rotation, and he's hitting all of them raw. That is wow, man. I'm surprised he don't got no kids yet. Or they're not publicized. It's not publicized. No, you're right. That's just like I don't know, but I mean, I don't. I, he's 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 still he's still relatively young, man. Nah, he is. He is. So you know, I say I say, do you, young man? Just you know, be smart about it. Like you know, be smart. With great now, power comes now, great responsibility. True. True. True, true. But you know, he's he's been getting money for 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 a long time since sixteen. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't give you a pass to be an asshole. What having ten chicks on, on rotation? Yeah, that is that being an asshole. What like okay, being an asshole is having ten chicks on rotation, but them but them not knowing. But if to me, if you like, if you keeping it real, like yo, I'm fucking with other chicks. And I can't call that being an asshole. You being a hundred. Hey, you know, you know, I'm, you know, you're not the only one I'm fucking with, right? Okay, cool. Now, if she decides to fuck with you, then that's on her because she knows he fucking with other chicks. And the thing is, if he, if I tell a chick that I'm fucking with nine other girls, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm hitting her raw. What makes her think that I'm not hitting the other nine raw? Yeah, but people people are so trusting that they won't think. Nah, you got to be crazy. 
Oh yeah, I'm I'm only hitting you raw, but I'm I'm strapping up with all of them. Nah, nigga, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, he, he he like to feel that flesh, man. Yeah, well, feeling that yeah. flesh comes with consequences, though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. But you know, you know, just as much as we don't like wearing rubbers, women don't like wearing rubbers either. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's the games that we play, man. Such is life, man. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? You heard about uh, was that Six Nine's father? Yeah. He's he, he asking for money because he's homeless out here. Yep. What do you think about that? Um, now, Takashi says he hasn't seen this guy since the third grade. But he, but he was, but his father was at his court case every every court case. Yeah, he, he came during the court case, but even during the court case, he said, "Yo, I don't know why you're here because I haven't seen you since I was a kid." So, does the does the fact so does the fact that the parent was not in a life, but now. That I'm going through this big trial and 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 I'm going through this life crisis. That I'm here. That 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 should negate all the years that you weren't in my life. Yeah, I get it. I think I'm a little bit sympathetic because I know um, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be here. I probably still look out though. No, you know what? We say that shit all the time. You know. Oh well, you know, if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't be here. But okay, cool. What's the difference between a father and a dad? You know what I'm saying? What's the difference between a mother and a mom? You know what I'm saying? Like, like somebody might be biologically your your mom, but they might not have raised you. They didn't, they didn't really give a fuck about you like that. But the person, the the, the other person said, "Hey, you know what? I'm let me take care of you. Let me let me let me be that person for you because you." Obviously, you're a child. You're going to be dependent. Let me, you know. Let me help. Let me, let me, let me take care of you. Let me raise you. So, I think there's a difference. But if this person wasn't in this person's life, if if, if Takashi's father wasn't in his life all this time, and now I'm going through, you know, whatever I'm going through. Now you're here. You know, I don't think it makes a difference. Thank you for being here, but I'm going to question why you're here. Now to say that, hey, uh, he doesn't help me out or anything, and boom, 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 like, okay, cool, but nigga, I could see, I could see if he was there for me, but if he weren't there for me, nigga, I don't owe you shit. No, I owe you, I owe you something because I came out your nutsack. No, I don't think that. I don't, I don't. No, nah, we we gotta stop thinking like that. Like, yo, you show respect to the people who raised you who, who who respected you who loved who loved you you know who raised you not somebody who gave you their dna you know what i'm saying no you no you're right you're right i'm not because 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 I, I did you see the um the interview with tk sister on say cheese no i didn't watch that shout out to say cheese tv uh she was saying how you know i think they, they have the same mother same father right mm. They grew up in foster care. Um, the dad was the, the the dad was in and out of prison. 
um he did like a long bid and the i'm not sure about the mom um but they were like they grew up in foster care they never got picked up by a family they were never adopted so they were just in foster care um and then once their father got out of jail they went to go so they were in foster care in vegas so once their father got out um they went to go live with their father in texas and like the, the i think the dallas fort worth area so you could like you could tell when she was talking that yo she still had a lot of trauma like yo she was just it was a lot of shit that she just had compacted compartmentalized somewhere but when she was talking about it it was coming out like it she just they had a lot of traumatic experiences and she gave her father the credit she's like yo i'm gonna give my father credit because you know um he tried but she said he went through a, he he was going through a, his own issues he didn't know how to take care of kids he was beating the fuck out of them kids and they they ended up running away wow yeah so we sit here and we look at these situations oh take a you know boom boom but we don't look at the backstory not to excuse not to excuse the the young kid for what he did but yo he 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 really they really had no guidance um I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? No, because this shit happens all the time. Yo, the parent, the parents might have, the parents might have left. Now the child is grown. The child might be like uber, uber successful, and now they want to come back and say, "Hey, um, oh, you know." First thing they do is they might come to you, and if they can't reach you, what do they do? They go to the press. They'll go on Vlad. They'll go, you know, they'll go on these YouTube platforms. They, you know, they'll they'll go to page six. Yeah, man. You know, uh, yeah, Hakeem, he made it now, man. You know, I'm his daddy, man. He, yo, he he don't even rock with me like that, man. I, I yo, man, I, damn, at least at least put me up in a, a condo or something, man. No facts. Facts, 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 facts. That nigga never came to your motherfucking uh elementary uh edu uh uh graduation your middle school graduation your high school graduation on your birthdays nigga nigga never called you never sent you nothing mm. now you're doing good he got his hand out yeah basically shit is crazy so yeah i think we can't you know we, we really can't give these people too much credit like yo you only give people credit that deserve the credit if you don't deserve the credit you don't take credit like yeah i'm his dad i deserve some shit because I, I you know anybody can make a baby anybody can make a baby that's the easiest thing to do yeah. we're, bio we're biologically programmed to have kids we're mammals we just do it. but it takes it takes a it takes a like a real responsible adult to sit here and say hey you know what i'm gonna help raise this dependent child you know what i'm saying so like nah man fuck that nigga man i feel him on that i feel i, I don't if I don't feel six nine on anything else, I feel six nine on this situation. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. You know, um, but yeah, man, this shit is um, this this shit is crazy, man. Like you know, a lot of these a lot of these parents, um, see, all right. So you're in Miami. Jimmy Butler is like one of the stars on the Miami Heat, right? Yeah. His mom, I think the story is his mom had given him up. So a white woman took him in. I think one of his friend's mothers took him in. White woman took him in. You feel what I'm saying? 
So who deserves the credit for him being where he's at now? It goes to the man who puts in the most work. Or the parent that puts in the most work, right? Whether that whether whether it be biologically or biological or non-biological. Yo, 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 what's good? What's good? What's good? What's poppin'? What's good? Niggas got Dre Smooth in the motherfucking building. I was just saying, I was just saying, you got three niggas from three different parts of the country, right? I said, I said, we say soda. I said, yo, Hakeem, Hakeem, you were uh you were, you a cold drink nigga, right? Yeah, cold drink. And Dre, you what? You a uh, you a pop nigga? Yeah, I used to say pop. Like when I go home now, still like it's like almost like when I land, my whole you know lingo switch up, you know, because you know there we say pop, you know, in New York we say soda. So it's like when I get there, I say pop. So yeah, when you go to the store, would you say I want a pop? Yeah, like home. Yeah, I say. You know, if I say soda, they can look at me crazy. <laughs> I say, and and the same thing here. Like when I first moved to New York, I'd be like, "They give me a pop." They just look at me like, "Fuck, pop." So. <laughs> That's that. They say they used to say pop back in the days in the old country. Yeah, yeah. So. And the funny thing about it is, you know, it's like soda pop. That's what shit is, soda pop. So what y'all, so what y'all say when y'all go to the deli for a sandwich? Y'all, y'all want a hoagie or, or what? Was yeah. Home? No, it's different. It's a whole different. Um, what's in that? We have no deli. We no, 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 we don't got, got no, like no deli here stores. either. Y'all, no corner stores, nothing like that. Yeah, what? What? Y'all don't got no corner stores? Like, a, like a convenience, a convenience yeah. store. I mean, we got Seven Eleven. Oh no! And, we, um, besides uh, that, besides that, we used to have like um, there's a store called Collins back in the day. Uh, like my dad's church, you know, after church, after Sunday school, we used to walk across, around the block. You know, penny candy stuff like that, but that's rare. And my, you know, after they left, it's no more. Like and Mr. Julius, after Mr. Julius got shot, you know. And Rob, you know, we don't have no more corner stores. So it's just well, he got hold on, he got robbed at home or he got robbed at the store. At the store, some young boys, um local local businessman, old man, Mr. Julius. Uh he got uh Julius ran in there and killed him, you know. Staple in the community. Damn. And then killed him to rob him. So it was only me growing up, it was only two, the Collins store and Mr. Julius. And now it's, it's no penny candy store. It's, nobody hustle like that no more. You know? Damn. Damn. So, but you know, like over here, we say we say hero in New York. So, what what do y'all mm-hmm. say over there? Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Now, if you want like a sub, like a submarine sandwich. Sub. <laughs> hey, sub. You know. So, what they say, hoagie? Yet? Nobody hey. said hoagie. That's that New York stuff. I don't know. I don't know they, they gotta say that shit like in Cleveland or some shit. But the thing is, is like um at back at home everything is uh commercial. Yeah. You know? it's, it's no it's no stores like that. It's Subway sandwiches, it's it's McDonald's, you know. 
Yo, Hakeem, he was telling me that they had a uh they had a uh what they had a Walmart, but y'all they got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like um yeah, it was a Walmart, but they left. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, well yeah, in Hammond where I'm from, like the thing is like Gary when I was a kid, kid, Gary was popping, you know. It's like they had stores, it was it was popping. And then as I got older, Gary started, you know, changing fads, like abandoned homes, stuff like that. And Hammond was always like, you know, better than Gary, if you want to say. Uh, safer, you know, uh, economics is better at Hammond. So, um, but now Hammond, so that, you know, it's going down quick. We had a Walmart, had a Walmart, man. Walmart left. Now when Walmart leave, you know, you know that's something, man. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. When you told me that, I was like, yo. So that, so was the Walmart employing like a lot of people from the, from the city, from the town? Um, pretty much. Um, see, that all happens because I've been living in New York City too. Um, uh the casino the casino is what employ a lot of people after the steel mills it's the steel mill it's for water company and after casinos you know actually gary just got a new casino the first one on land because everything was in the boat but now they're allowing casinos on on the land so gary just got a new one so, so a lot of people work at the casino and you you telling me it's not getting stuck up Probably not. Probably not. Like I, I don't, I don't live there, but probably not, man. Because they have, they have casinos for, for years now. Even when I lived there, so the casinos been around maybe about twenty five years, maybe twenty three years. And uh, but those was on the water, you know. But you know, people like because it's so close to Chicago. Actually, Michael Jordan used to go to casinos and, and uh, gamble. Because my my little brother worked at the at the casino. And a lot of people I know work at the casino, so they, everybody used to say, "Oh yeah, Mike came last night." You know, so if Mike, if you if you attract people like Michael Jordan, ain't nothing going down over there. Yeah. You know? Oh man. So to you know every every week we got a different different subject. So this week's subject is uh, why do black men don't you know why do black men don't work together? Why don't black men work together? Right. So. Before we even start the topic, we always you you've listened. We we have the uh the weekly sermon. So congregation, please sit back, uh get the collection plate ready. Uh we accept crypto, we accept cash, we accept everything. Uh EBT, food stamp, snap card, we, we do that. So uh here's this week's sermon. We have to work together. There's no way around that. You know what I'm saying? So I think think that we have to have solid foundation. Our foundation will, per, will per, perpetuate that activity of working together. If I don't have my stuff together and I don't bring you to, the, I don't bring something valid to the table, you're probably not going to put me on. So you have to have something. You have to have a solid foundation in order to work together. You see what I'm saying? I, what the problem with me is when you're dealing with black men, they just want to. They don't want to um, they don't want to come to the table with anything. And then if you don't do it, then here comes the jealous shit. It's 
you you don't have nothing to offer, but then you get mad when nobody wants to fuck with you. It's jealous black men. A lot of times, what I've understand is, even in spaces like YouTube or spaces like business, you'll have a guy who's been in the business longer than you, but he doesn't do as well. Or you know, you've been on the job shorter than he has. Many of you guys have been situation, but you're excelling quicker than him. And then this guy tends to be jealous of you. And I, I do see that between younger, talented black men. I see that and older black men. I want to tell black men something. If you're older, brother, stop being jealous of, a younger, of younger black men. That's even going for myself. I'm old now. I'm 39, right? I feel like I'm a little old. If a brother, they're doing something I'm not doing, maybe he understands something more than I do. But just to be hating on somebody because they're doing well, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Whenever you're trying to get to a larger audience, somebody has more authority, you can't put a price on that. You're 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 contacting them. But the problem is, is like when the person tries to contact me on the collaborations or anybody, but they want you to do most of the work. And like you were saying, they don't want to do anything, but they want to eat off you. That's another problem that I have. The, the, and, and usually it's a no talent nigga. That's a lazy ass nigga that has nothing to offer. But he wants to take your talent and your resources and get you to do everything while he sit his ass home and do nothing but take credit for what you're doing. That's the only way you're going to get somebody's interest is if you want to collaborate and you have $500 to put down to say, hey, can I get on your live stream? Or, you know, can I do a, this interview for 500 bucks? You put that down, people are listening. There have been times when my wife and I, when we were, um, when we were promoting our book, and we were around here in Detroit on getting on radio stations and people were like, you know, we're drop, drop a thousand. You got an interview. You got to do it. I don't what is I don't understand what is there to to be conflicted about business cost. That's why you're in business. And so even if you don't have the money, if I can't get anything right away, I volunteer. And at least you put some skin in the game. Do right. something to show that you are serious about it. And you don't just want to be predatory, you know, um, trying to come off of somebody being a parasite. That's not a, right. that's not a good look for you. But if you put uh, some type of, I don't want to say a, a, a down payment, but something to show some kind to some kind of equity to show that you want to pull the work in more, a person to be uh, in a more advantageous uh, mindset to say, okay, I don't know who he is but he is investing towards this project or just putting money in my pocket. So he really must be passionate about what he wants to do. So I should take him somewhat serious. And if he's talented, I'll keep him around. And if not, you know, we'll part ways. Do the due diligence by coming through the ranks first and showing with time and effort that I'm here not only to stay, but to be a value and, and to set that tone and, and do that with what I have to offer, you know, what I have to offer. And I think sometimes we miss great opportunities because we don't really understand who the person that we're in front of is. And that person could open you up into a network. That person could lead you to a job. That person can even get you into a space where possibly you can do your own thing. The whole idea of looking for a quick return on the moment of meeting this person is where I see a lot of us fall short in because ideally, the the trade and services I did one day 
could lead into a great network of people another day. And I think we miss that a lot of the times. And um, again, it's one of those things where we have to master um, our relationships and, and business. And it's something that we don't talk about um, as men, uh, whether in the personal or the uh, career um, arenas. And if we tend to focus on this more, then we'll have uh, better transactions with our with our brothers and just be able to have better collaborations and have more conglomerates rather than a bunch of individual. So that was this week's sermon. That was this week's sermon. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so w- what what are your opinions on what was just said? All that shit sound like hogwash. <laughs> my fucking mama. Them niggas sound like fucking herbs. Why do you say that? Them niggas sound like prima donna. Put something down on the table. That's why a nigga ain't never gonna make it. That's why black people ain't never gonna amount to nothing. I ain't never had no white boy ask me to put any money down on no shit. He'll give you the motherfucking game for free. Them niggas following that masterpiece shit. The game is to be sold, not to be told. Okay. I hate hearing goofy shit like that. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with uh with Hakeem to a point. Like, yeah, I've I, I run into that a lot, especially like in the music industry. I even know of uh, um, I remember I, I remember I was uh playing some beats up at Motown, right? And um, the A and R, you know, this dude came through. He he was uh he said he was a lawyer, entertainment lawyer, whatever. And he gave us a game right there. He was like, yeah. Uh, my guy, you know, people come to him, like artists come to him, you know, and he charged them a certain amount of money to bring them up to me, you know, bring them up to me to play their music. He said, I'm an A&R. I'm, su- I'm supposed to be looking for new talent, but why not make some money? You know what I'm saying? You know, so they had a whole thing going on charging people, and, uh, and most of the times, they had no interest in the artist. So it was just a game. It was just, you know, they just running game on, on young on young dudes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's it's uh I've run into that before where people be like, you know, I I introduce you for this much and I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like and they come off as a game. So I can understand I can understand uh yeah, that's predatory and all that, but also also, yeah, it it do it costs something to get in the game. But I'm not saying it's, it's going to cost money. Like when he was talking about, uh, why don't you uh, intern, volunteer, yeah. stuff like that. You know, just, yeah, I understand that. But when people just be like, yo, I, I can get you this interview for a stat or this, that, or, you know, it, yeah, that, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of predatory. Yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of that shit back in like the early 2000s, the mid 2000s, where they had a lot of those, um, those music showcases. I always thought those shits was just a whole bunch of trash. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to sit here and pay you two hundred, two hundred or five hundred dollars so I can get in front of these A and R's. I don't even know these niggas' resumes. You know what I'm saying? No, true, 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 true. What you gonna say, King? True. No, I'm just saying, but people still do that to this day. Tommy Sotomayor was asking for five hundred to do an interview. Yeah. Five. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it, it, it's uh, well, uh, this is the thing. This is, I mean, this is the thing. This is the thing. All right. 
So I can kind of I can kind of see why somebody would do that. If, if the person took all their time, whatever, whatever, to, to build their platform, and now let's say now they say they have like a half a million followers, and so now I'm supposed to just put you up on my platform when you didn't do none of the work, and expose you to other people that are gonna get you to that that are probably gonna come come to your shit. Like I can see the only way the only way where somebody might not charge you if they is if they see that okay. You have some sort of the same audience, and they can kind of pick, piggyback off of your audience. They can, they can, you can kind of barter. That, that I think, I think the only way you can kind of get away from paying money is if you can barter something. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't agree on that. I don't agree on that. I come from poverty, mm-hmm. my nigga. I come from poverty. Yeah, my auntie always told me this one thing: when you get somewhere. Make sure you send the elevator down and make sure you pick up some niggas and send them back. And I ain't gonna charge you for that. What about somebody? You don't I ain't know? gonna charge you. Like, I'm not gonna like... charge you for that either. I don't listen. When I was rapping, it's a bunch of dudes in Boston mm-hmm. I did features with for free. I didn't have to know them. The only thing I, you owe me is hunger and ambition. Because the, the the problem is okay. the problem is. Black people have a skewed way of handling stuff that when you go to other races, it's nowhere near like that. We're the only one who put limitations and stipulation on how to get shit done. You know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say? I never seen, and, and mind you, I never seen this shit, and I'm going to be keeping it real with you, I never seen this shit until I left Miami. I can even mm-hmm. be honest with you and put this shit on game. My homeboy, Tuck, I started hanging with him. I was broke. I ain't had no money. The nigga put me on. He didn't have mm-hmm. to. He said, nah, my nigga, we family. I'm going I'm, to I'm make sure you straight. He went and bought a pair of sneakers. He okay. bought me a pair of sneakers. He got in the game. He know I ain't mm-hmm. had no money. He said, fuck it. I'm going to put you on, but you make sure you tap that and put me and give me my money back. Seeing mm-hmm. what a brother do and putting him on and then going there from there and collabing. And from there... Him doing that for me when he had some situation, I was his crutch later. Mm-hmm. He didn't. I didn't. He didn't. Have, he didn't have to pay for nothing. Yeah, you said one. You said one thing. You said it was your boy. Like I, I will say this. Like it's, it's it's a couple things I've seen while living in New York City, where uh, I I told uh, Mac this many times. I think I, I shared the story with him. So it was these guys. These white guys, right? It was actually three of them at the time in the beginning, and they was doing Airbnb. You know, they was they was you know go lease go lease an apartment, like three four bedroom. You know, put it on Airbnb. You know, bow. They go lease another one, bow, bow, like that. And so when I met them, they was like, "Hey, would you manage this place for us?" I was like, "We'll see you in a year." They had one place. And um, they said, we're going to L.A. We're going to get a lot of places there. So they gave me the keys. It's like, here you go. They went to L.A. They had like 15 places out there. They came to New York. They had like 25 here. Then they went to Miami and bam, right? So it was other white guys who came along, right? But everybody had something to offer. You know, somebody somebody had this, somebody had that. And it was, it was like a, of course, there's probably some infighting, but it was like a seamless, it's the goal. We all working toward it. Let's get it. But everybody was working. Everybody bought something. And um, just like they meet, like I introduced him to other guys. Like, oh, this guy over here doing this. He got an app for the guest file. And 
it was just like everybody was working though. That's the thing. It's like when when people are working, when when somebody see your hunger and stuff like that. Yeah, I think you should uh, throw a limb out or, as you said, uh, um, go down on the elevator to bring them up. But what happens is when when you working really hard and somebody else ain't, they're just looking for a, a lottery ticket. You know, they're looking for somebody like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm putting in no work, but I want what you what you what you have. You know, so that's kind of the thing in what I've seen from black people in the black community. I, I've had many people around me. I'm working hard, two jobs and a side job, and you know, I'm I'm making it, and they just at the crib playing video games. And so, what do you do when that when that, when that's the uh, when that's going on? What do you do with your boy or your people when you working extra 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 hard and they're not, you know? So yeah, that's the thing. What I said, those white guys, man, they always working. Each of them has something. Each of each of them brought them to the table, and I saw them go from like one apartment to sixty five apartment to hey, y'all want to go to y'all want to go to Greece for three months. It's like, yeah, we can work from over there. And they went to Greece for three months. I'm like, what the hell? Who does this? You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, they all had a goal. They all make the money, and they made it happen. Yeah, but you, like you said, like, everybody brought something to the table. Like, so, you know, just yeah. that's just like, that's just like, okay, boom. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, uh, let's open up a restaurant. Okay, now I might have the funds. Okay, cool. Now you have the idea, but what else are you bringing to the table? Are you bringing any type of experience? Have do you have any restaurant general manager experience or you know hospitality management? Like, what are you bringing to the table? But besides the, the fact that hey, let's do something together, like you know, it, it has to, it has to make sense. You know, what I'm saying I, I understand I understand that hey, yo, you might be a young black brother. Okay, cool, but okay, all right. What are you bringing to the table? Okay, you're not bringing that to the table. Okay, all right. So if you're not, if if so, if you're not bringing no type of experience, what else are you willing to do? Are you are you are you are you are you willing to what like what are you willing to do? You know what I'm saying? Because you because because yeah, because you because you've worked hard for that money. You worked you you sweated for that money. Okay, cool. But okay, what is what is the other person bringing? Uh, here's the question, Hakeem. So. Um, say like you give everybody an opportunity, mm -hmm. right? So you got a young black brother come up to you, and he and you, he said, "Hey, man, I like what you're doing, yo, man. I'm just trying to get on, trying to get on." And yay, yeah, you can give everybody an opportunity. So say you give the give that young brother an opportunity. You 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 go down the elevator, you pick him up, you take mm -hmm. him up, and he bought the opportunity. That's, you know? that's him. Like, At least I gave it to him. Okay, so then what if you come back and be like, hey man, like, oh no, 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 that's it after that. That's it. There's only that's okay. it after that, but at least the opportunity was given because the, the okay, what, what if the what, what if the stakes are high? What if what if it's like, what if it's like, all right, say, say you were doing the Airbnb mm -hmm. thing and you was like, all you have to do is let these guests in, like, I'm gonna give you the key, uh, uh open the door for the cleaners. Mm -hmm. When people come to clean to flip the apartment, you open the door for them. Uh, if the Wi-Fi messed up by the guest there, you have to be there. And when they come, just be there. That's your job. And you do that, yeah, it's more. You know what I'm saying? So say guests come in from, guests coming to Miami, guests flying from mm -hmm. Switzerland. They got their bag. You doing you, doing other business. And 
they calling, they calling, they calling, and your guy never picks up. Your, your guy never picks up. Now, this is the first opportunity, you know. Maybe for a week he was good. Now, this is the first opportunity working with you. But this time, next, this time, uh, this time he um, fucks up and gets mad. What do you do then? First, I... Cause see, now it's... Yeah. See, now yeah. it's... Now it's, uh, like the stakes are a little higher, you know, the stakes are a little higher, like, um, now he's fucking up your business, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of that, um, while talking, I can kind of see that maybe he was good for a little bit, you know, but sometimes, like, the stakes are, are high, it can fuck you up, so, as far as giving people opportunity, you know, the stakes are, are so high, or not so high, but the stakes are high where you can't even... <laughs> give them an opportunity um, to come to the door. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from in a sense like that, but we have this thing about us where, you know what I mean, we we, we, we always are on guard and worrying about what's going to happen. I get where you're coming from. But there's a percentage mm -hmm. of that that's not always is going to happen. Yeah, things fuck up. You're in business. Shit's supposed to happen. Yeah, you feel me? Now, if I'm talking to a nigga... I'm going to explain to nigga, hey, fool, this, I'm going to put you up on to this. And, you know, after this ain't no more. Mm -hmm. But, you know what I mean? I would have to have a conversation mm -hmm. like, hey, what's up, bro? You feel me trying to say? But but at the end of the day, you have to look at the type of landscape we in right now. There's no mm -hmm. black dynasty here for the last five years. Everything we see done got up and broken. Niggas want to be king dingling so much. So they put certain restrictions. They they want you to have this. They want you to have this for you to fuck with them. Cool. You're not going to get too far being a lone wolf. It's a fact. If you don't know how to create a team, you ain't going to go nowhere. This is why people be in houses by themselves and it's hollow. You know what I mean? Worrying about what a bitch got to bring to the table and this and that. Nigga, be hungry. Show me that you want it. You feel me? Because let me tell you something. If we go look at our other counterparts and the, what they do it, my nigga, I'll tell you something. I ain't never had no nigga. Listen, I had a white boy. I had a white boy did more for me than a nigga did. When I was in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. I had a white boy did more for me than a nigga did. And I don't even I don't even fuck with white people like that. You know how sad that is? He just seen I was hungry and said, hey, you trying to go to school? I like, yeah, man, I don't got no money. He gave me five hundred dollars. He said, here, go to school. Mm hmm. That, that nigga mm -hmm. just seen the hungry say, check this out. When you're done with school, come back. I'm going to put you up on. A nigga mm -hmm. tell you, fool, you got to put $200 down before I put you on. Oh, you don't? Why do you think that's the case? You think it's because we hate each other or do you think it's because white people got more to give or what do you it's, think it is? Okay, here's the thing. It's not the point that white people have more to give. We have a certain experience where us banding together it's obsolete you feel i'm trying to say mm -hmm. the mental stuff that we go through where we think about each other or where we come to it 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 never fails you put a group of niggas together if it's if it's for something positive you ain't gonna get it to fuck some hoes and do that we, we have that thing in us where we say fool i gotta get my you could be a part of a group and one of the niggas said well i gotta go solo fool I got to go solo. I need to have my own shit like y'all. Nigga, niggas don't even want to be Indians no more. Everybody's a chief. I never want to be a boss. That was never my intentions. I've always wanted to get money with a crew of niggas and we just live forever. 
I've only seen one other group of niggas do that, and that's Chicago niggas. Chicago niggas have an affinity for their homeboys I've never seen before. This, these Chicago niggas are still with the same niggas that they've been to. I've never seen that before. It's all how you was raised. It's all what your OG was thinking and how if he still clicked up with the same niggas. Yeah. Now let's 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 get into since we're, since we're on this topic, let's go let's go to let's let's use an example as uh look at let's look at Rockefeller as an example, right? So they had signed so they came out re with reasonable doubt that was on pro that was on relativity or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Then they signed a deal with um with Def Jam. And I think in 98 they sold 50% stake of Def Jam. I mean 50% of Rockefeller to Def Jam. So that left Rockefeller with 50%, and that left Biggs, Dame, and Jay owning a third of 50%, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they 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 yo, they they did all these, they did all these albums, you know what I'm saying? They did all the Jay's albums, you know, then Beans came in. Emil, Memphis Bleak, the whole state property, whatever, whatever. Okay, boom. 05, shit, shit goes. They, they, they had their little issues. They sell, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it, it comes out. It, it, it just seems like Jay had bigger aspirations, right? Jay just Yo, had he was bigger. thinking for himself. Mm -hmm. I don't call that aspiration. I thought that that's a selfish nigga thinking for himself. He forced them niggas to sell their shares to him and turned around and flipped it for 300. That ain't no nigga I fuck with. Every nigga who stand with him are servants. None of them niggas is bosses. It's kind of, most of them kind of got the same. They ain't got that kind of. Dame is like. No, no, no. Dame ain't not like that, brother. Listen, when Cameron came, he tried to make him president. He tried to make him president. True, true. When, when, true. when Beans was in there, he gave Beans his movie. He gave Beans a um a clothing line. Go look at the interview Nori did with him. Nori said, you want to know what's so funny? He said, you're the only man I know who wanted to make everybody rich. Go ahead, Mac. Finish your story. Now, like I said, what it seems, what it seems is like, hey, you know what? To me, it just seems like he had bigger aspirations. Like, you know what? Uh, and I don't know. It just, it just seems like maybe, maybe, maybe their relationship was fizzling. Dame and Jay. So I guess Jay was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm good. Let's let me be out." Boom, boom, boom. So my question is, how should he have done it? How should how should have Jay handled that situation if he didn't if he no longer wanted to be part of Rockefeller? He should have just done right by them niggas and uh, say, check this out, this ain't working out. Uh -huh. But I got an opportunity to flip. I'm going to make sure all y'all boys get taken care of. Okay. If so, it ain't, yeah. So it would have been, it would have, so you have no problem with, 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 the, with them breaking up. Just the fact that the way you, the way you perceived that how it went wasn't the way. It, 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 it was slimy. Everybody got to get a hundred million. Everybody got to get a hundred million. I got to make sure all y'all niggas are straight, even though if we're not family like that. I don't know Dre like that. 
you introduced me to Drake, but he became family. You feel me? After that. So subsequently, if a situation come on, he gonna get taken care of. Like he he's a nigga I just I grew up with. I just that's just how I am. You feel me? That's just how Hoppo and all them niggas taught me. Cause them niggas took care of me. We all was one family. Sometimes if you're a king dingling, if you want to be king dingling, your moves is gonna show that. Your homeboy Memphis Bleak had to file for bankruptcy. Your homeboy Memphis Bleak had to file for bankruptcy. They had this whole thing up online where he was riding around in an old in an old Chevy Tahoe. But Jay raps about taking care of him. Um, um, Hawaiian Sophie nigga tried him. He's still around here and button up shirts that look like from 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that situation right there. I, I've actually met uh, Jazzo, but uh, you know he he said um, you know they tried to sign Jazzo, but Jazzo was thinking like like it's almost like Jazzo was like I introduced you to the game. Why I have to sign? Like how come I can't be a bigger part? You know what I'm saying? So, but the thing is, with the Rockefeller thing is, we I mean, there's a lot out there about them, but we really no. don't know. No. We really don't know know everything that happened because it could be some slight behind the door, whatever. Like, um, like I can't even. I, I'm not gonna say I know Jay Z, but I've met Jay Z a few times, and he's always been like a humble dude. We sit there and talk to you, have conversations with you, kind of thing. You know, uh, I think I think they kind of grew apart. It, it's it's almost like this. It's like it's like you can meet somebody, and uh, for instance, I, I can just relate it to my life, like. One of my friends back home, I've known him since I was four years old, right? You know, since I was four. And uh, we grew up, we grew up, and we have these thoughts or whatever. And then we really started kicking it when we both worked at the same job. Uh, I was like 19, he was 20 or whatever. And uh, I had dreams and aspirations of doing more. And he said, he told me one time, he, pray, he prayed to God asking for a family you know what i'm saying so you know he took the road of wife two kids and i took a different road you know what i'm saying so i think even though like and for a little while he couldn't understand like dude why are you doing that how come you ain't trying to get married blah 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 but it's like this is my path this is your path so i think sometimes even in business you can kind of grow apart you can kind of grow apart and you know even though like like dane has started doing the movies movie thing they has doing like the clothing line thing so i think while you're together you can have differences and and the funny thing is like even with me and my friend uh i went one way he went he went another way he it's, it's almost like he questioned like nigga why are you doing that you know what I'm saying? instead of just saying hey man hey do you you know what i'm saying so he said some shit to me that i was like nigga what i'm just doing me you know what I'm saying? In in return, I said some shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he wasn't supporting me, or I didn't even need the support. I was gonna do me regardless. But while I'm trying to do something different, he said some shit. Blah blah blah. So you, you can see how just from that little example, how I'm trying to go over here, and it's like, nigga, I thought we was gonna do this, but I'm like, I'm kind of my own man. You kind of your own man. Like when you, when you went and got married and had kids, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't like. Nigga, I thought we was gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? So 
uh, who knows what happened with 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 uh, maybe maybe Jay Z was like, oh, nigga, I thought we was gonna do this. So a lot of shit can get lost in translation if you don't if you don't talk about it, if you don't speak about it, it's gonna happen. So with their whole thing, who knows? But um, I can't say that uh, I can't say that Jay was supposed to. Um, yeah, I can't say that Jay was supposed to make everybody hundred mil. You know, um, it's funny. Like I just, you know, we uh, we do the Black Man Renaissance thing and post the birthdays. And Memphis Bleach just had a birthday, and uh, his whole title on another site was like um, rapper executive. Like it said executive. So I know like Memphis Bleach now he's like a exec or something. You know. Uh, one of the companies, I don't know what he runs, but he runs one of the one of the businesses, you know. And uh, just, just say like, even you said Mrs. Leakes was having, uh, he filed for bankruptcy. But you remember, um, what's the uh, engineer dude name? Guru. Uh, Guru. I'm, yeah, you remember he had tax issues back in the day. Like he went through this whole shit. So it's almost like a, cause it's funny because Jay always say he he told people this like, yo. Hand you your money, or hey, do this. So he almost seemed like he, uh, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you up on game. If you don't take my advice, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I told you, and and maybe Damon like, hey, you fucked up, but hey, here's some more money. So I don't know. That's that's their situation. That's their situation thing. But I think people just grow apart because I know me and my friends have grown apart. You know, uh, another dude who um, I was friends with. When we was like in our early early twenties uh, and stuff like that, when I first came to New York, he the first person he had a, a cousin who lived here, and we came together. We did a lot of shit together. We grew up kind of we uh, we uh, month apart, you know, same age. We gonna both be forty eight and shit. And so when I decided to do other shit, he just started hating. Nigga, you can't do that shit. Uh, what the fuck you think you're doing? I'm like, yo, nigga, what? You know, so I think people just grow apart, you know, and I, I don't fuck with that nigga no more because simply because everything I was doing, he questions it. Yeah. Like, what? Like, it was crazy. So I think people now, grow apart. I don't think you're supposed to be together. And, and I get you. that That's, you're going to have homeboys like that, but Kevin Samuel was on the Lapeef show the other day and he said something that really, uh, it went over a lot of people. He said that you need your wolf pack. He said, making money is a social event. He said, the issue with black men, we always try to be the Highlander to try to do shit by ourselves. This is the issue that we have in the city. This is why most dudes, unless, and I'm not saying most dudes are not going to make it doing by themselves. They will. But imagine the acceleration of having four to five people together and y'all handle shit and y'all be able to get to somewhere even faster. That's my only gripe about it. And, you know, no no problem. Hey, everybody got their own issue of doing something. But nigga can't ask for nobody to support them if you ain't no nigga trying to build no team. You feel me? And sometimes not everybody going to vibe with you. Your vision ain't other niggas' vision. You know what I'm trying to say? And that's well given. You know what I'm saying? But as far as us trying to compete or match fucking with the Asians, the whites, or the Hispanic. No, we got to learn how to deal with one another and learn that we we can't all be King Dingley. You're not, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can't always be Highlander. You feel what I'm trying to say? Like, we can get somewhere just by sticking together. It always come back to that word unity. We don't practice unity. 
Not at all. That's not something that's in our vocabulary. That's not something we do not know. As soon as a nigga get on, he's the boss. He wants to be the boss, but don't know how to pick up a shit off the table. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying there. I think I think one of the reasons is because we, we, we've never really seen, we, we haven't seen it enough. You know, we haven't seen it a lot. So it's almost like it kind of takes me back to, I, I wish that people like a Bob Johnson who uh, founder BET and some of the older, some people have been in business enough. I wish they would document their story more, you know, because I read a unauthorized biography of the writer had interviewed uh, Bob Johnson like many, many, many times, like over a hundred times. So he had a lot of intel and the book was just so, the, the book was, was great because it was just, it was kind of showed you the in, inner workings of how grimy it was. Like Bob Johnson had put a lot of black people on, right? And when he was about to go public, you know, it's, it's almost like he's like, hey, I gave you a lifeline. You know, it's, it's not many black top executives. I gave you a lifeline. What I want you to do, I want you to give me a, give me your shares of the company back for free. So when we go public, blah, 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 we own more. He had a whole strategy and he was like, what the fuck? Like, I ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was like a, a great look into business, you know, and we don't, we just don't see it. We, we don't see that. Like, um, uh, Reginald F. Lewis, the first black billionaire. I read his book, Watch the White Guys Have All. I read that too. You know, and yeah, reading that book, it was like, wow, this guy, you know, but, and think about Reginald F. Lewis, he never really did no interviews, like, because he wouldn't do interviews for uh, Ebony or Jet, because he just didn't want a story out there like that, you know, and maybe he was pompous, or people thought he was pompous, or whatever, like, I'm above that, but he was just like, nigga, I'm just working, you know. I'm, but I'm he ain't had no niggas with him either. So I if I read the book, too, he had a bunch of white boys with him. Now he had a black dude. His um, the guy who ran his uh, you know he was uh, what's his name? Uh, he was on Wall Street. His lawyer on Wall Street. The guy who his second in command there was a black dude. Was a was a black dude, you know. And um, and the thing the thing about that is, well, of, of course when he he was trying, he was playing high stakes. When you really play a lot of high stakes, I mean to to keep it a buck, we we what we um thirteen percent of uh. Of the United States population, so you know, but he's saying high stakes. I mean, you go high stakes, it's not enough, to, uh, it's not too right. Much. No, 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 I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that point because it's like we always get on, we always get on those type of people, like the, the black people on Wall Street, whatever, whatever. But you have to understand that they only they're they are like a small minority of people, of black people in those spaces. So, so it's like, like, what do you do? Oh, you guys, you guys are not messing with enough black people, but it's like, hey. This, when you when you're in those spaces, in those meet in those board meetings, you're lucky if you see one or two people in those in those, in those meetings that look like you. Uh, okay, and I like that you say that. Our conversation is about having a black dynasty, as far as a group of niggas. Yeah. If you if you heading up there, why you don't create a fucking team that y'all go up there together? How can how can how it's like the token Negro. See, it's like the token Negro situation. Okay, if you already over there, you don't see a couple niggas. You create the situation. Say, I'm about to start bringing niggas off off in this bitch. And no, because you, you want to know and, why and, you. 
and you can only listen you can only do that let's say let's say let's say let's 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 use uh 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 the financial world as uh, as for an example so let's say let's say you're you're a black fi financier like you're 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 in like the highest level of a of a, a city financial you can like you can do that if you see like a, a a young black man coming up okay he's he's in um this business school he's coming to you for an internship okay cool that's how you can do that no that's not the only way you can do that you go out there you get in the game you start your create your own firm you create okay. your own firm yeah. you start right. bringing niggas with you it did listen there's always there's always a way to fix something. There's always an opportunity to do that. The problem is when you start to limit yourself and see limitations, or you think there's this glass ceiling where there's only supposed to be one head nigga in charge. Really, that's what it is. Sometimes you're in there, you're the token Negro. You know what I'm trying to say? And then sometimes, you know, what I mean, my own cousin was like, "Nah, nigga, I'm about to make sure I bring some niggas up here with me." My own cousin said that to me. He believes in that that theory of hey. I was very blessed and fortunate to be where I'm at. I gotta bring some niggas with me. I but gotta they, go they, get some but niggas they, with me. But they, but they gotta be hungry. They gotta be people that's already. They, they, they gotta. Be, they gotta. No, no, no. They gotta be people. Let that's me tell you. Already didn't I say that, that in the beginning of the podcast? Didn't I say that in the beginning of the podcast? Oh. Where I say, I say, uh, no. Most of these niggas want you to charge to get in the game. I say you gotta be ambitious and hungry. I ain't gonna take no nigga that ain't gonna want nothing. I said that in the beginning. So what? If so what if you find somebody who's not hungry? Huh? So what if you find somebody who's not hungry? Let me ask you a question, Dre. Why would I be? Why would I even be talking to a nigga that's not hungry? He could come holler at me with. Listen, but, he could come holler at me when he ready. The opportunity is still there. Okay, so. Okay, so that's that, that's 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 the no, thing no, right it, there. It's, well, really. Really, really, but put it like this, put it like this. All right, so you, you've seen my cartoon, or whatever, or maybe you have. Oh, I, you have I, oh I love, I love your cartoon. So, I seen it. Wait, so let, let, let me tell you the story. So this, I was telling Max this the other day, right? So, um, you know, I had to, I, I was in the music industry. I was doing doing beats and stuff like that. And it was, just, it was corny. It wasn't really creative. And I was messing with film and stuff like that, right? And I liked it, but. The films I was working on, it was never mine. So my ideas, the directors just come and be like, nah, or a person who practiced was like, nah, I don't like that, take it out, do this. You know, I was like, ah, I need my own thing. So I was like, I was like, well, I like my music to be in cartoons. I said, damn, maybe I have to make the cartoon. So fast forward, started doing the cartoon. It wasn't animated, with was just some steals, whatever. So yeah, I was like, I want to get it animated. So this was my morning back then, right? Just to try to get it to pop, right? So you see probably in my cartoon, because it really cost, $2,400 per minute to do the animation. $2,400 per minute, right? So when the first person told me $3,000, I was like, hey, you take payments? Wow. He's like, yeah, let's go. Dude started, but he stopped. So then I got another animator, right? So this is my day, just to fund this shit. I was working two jobs, and I had a side job on Monday and Thursday, right? So I would get up. I, I would get up, go work my first job, bow, little, little space in between that, go work my second job, bow. And the dude I was working with, I used to go all the way from Secaucus, New Jersey, as I got off work, go all the way to East Flatbush, right, just to see if he edited or did this, because we were trying to start a business. I get there, he'd be like, yeah, playing video games. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Then I scream on the nigga or whatever, then I have to go. So what I'm saying is, when you're so busy, when you're really trying to make a lot of money and you're so busy, you really don't even have time to groom another motherfucker. You really don't. So it's like, 
it's almost like, are you ready? You're not ready, bow. Because when you really play a high stakes like a Reginald F. Lewis or something like that, you don't really have the downtime to be like, because your routine is your routine. You know what I'm saying? I, I wish I had that routine right now. I'm, I'm trying to get back to where I'm so busy. Where I'm so busy because I was, I was actually progressing back then. I'm trying to get back to with my hustle where I'm so busy that, wow, I just need a, I need a break here. But when, when, when you really, when you really making money, 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 man, you don't really have time to. You can, you can tell, you can see somebody coming up and be like, hey, what's up? Oh, I see you almost there, pal. Bring them on. But you don't have time to really groom somebody. You talking about groom? I get where you're coming from. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. What you just told me, like that nigga you was talking about, was that somebody was paying to do something for you or was he a part of your team? He, he's, supposed to be, he's supposed to have been co-founder. He's supposed to have been a co-founder. Okay, then, 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 that, then, was, then that's the issue you talk to amongst men. Then you had to put him on. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying take no nigga that ain't about nothing. I'm just saying, I'm just mm-hmm. saying from this point of view, black men are naturally lone wolves. A lot of us are. Yes, you're making money. You're so tunnel vision, you forget most of the niggas that behind you. We don't even try to build the team because it's all about us. You don't even know it's some niggas in your phone book who probably could help, but you want to know why? Why try? Oh, I don't know. That nigga might be lazy. We don't even try to build a team. We already could. Listen, listen. This goes back to the thing that I say from a mental point of view. There's a negative thing in our mind that has us to think negative about us. You can even have your homeboy and think, nah, I ain't going to put that nigga on. He not working. Enough. You already have a preconceived notion about him. I know niggas think like, nah, huh? I don't. Some dudes do, but it, it, it's not that. Because really, truly, honestly, really, truly, honestly, people would love to have somebody on board to do the, to do the to do the work that they're not doing. Like honestly, when when, when you have a vision, because the thing I like is like it's like two people to three people perhaps, who I've had creative chemistry with, right? Who I had creative chemistry with, where what I was doing, if we had a, a real chemistry who I could just be like, okay, you know, I could trust your vision. You know what I'm saying? Now, there may be people in my phone book who who, who come along and who can add value, but they have to, it's, it's almost like uh, you you come in and you, you, you almost like helping around a friend, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're working hard two, three years, you don't want somebody to come in and be like, "Oh man, I got some ideas for this," and, and try to take take your vision would, somewhere else. Why would you know he do saying? that? You see, like, that's the negative uh, thing. You think he's gonna come in and take it? We you, like like no, you but, think that. Listen, you, I, I, j- just think what you just said. It's already in your listen. Eddie Murphy said this. Eddie Murphy said this, and he said this. Why did Spike Lee and them never did nothing? Because they was both at the top. Eddie Murphy said this. You see something about black people. When we get a little bit something, we scare somebody going to take something from us. So we we venture off and get into our own little cliques and not work or collab with niggas. It's that mental. I, I, think, it's, I think Spike couldn't afford any, you know. Like, I've, 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 I've had a 15-minute sit-down with Spike. I don't know if you've probably seen the picture I put on Facebook. And, man, he was the, man, 
he went out but, the way. Like it's funny because when I first got when I first got to the spot, and when I first got to the spot, um, I was sitting alone. It was some white people in there, but I was sitting off to the side just by myself doing me, just kind of taking it all in. We had his place in Fort Greene, and right when he came in, he walked in the door. Man, he saw me. And he walked right up, what's up, brother? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. He went out the way to see the black people. And like, what's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, cool. I'm Spike Lee. What's your name? Whatever. And then, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting to have my 15 minutes with him. And when I walked in there, they said, oh, Andre Reed. Oh. When he came out and looked for Andre. Andre Reed. So him alone, I think he, because a lot of people who work for him, who work for him at his other company, they are black. So... A lot of people are black. We just don't know. Let, let me, let me, that's, let me, that's what I'm saying before with the original absolute. Let me ask you a question, Dre. I wish I would. Let, let me just yeah. finish it up. Let me. I just wish that Spike would tell his story because Spike. We have a lot of black people that work for him. We just don't know it because we don't see it. You know, what I'm saying there are black people out there who who whole company is black. Friends they came up with like the Terry Blanchard who scored Spike Lee uh, movies. I'm a big jazz fan. Terry Blanchard, he's black, so it does happen. Let me ask you a question, Dre. Like, cause you know, you you you've mm -hmm. you've met a you, you've met a few people that that are notable, right? Um, that that are black, mm -hmm. you know, like Spike, you know, Jay. You've you've had sit downs with some of these people, have no minor conversations. Um, do you do you feel like mm -hmm. that they get bad press from the black community? But we just, but if we just took the time to sit down and talk to them, we we find out they're different people. Than what than what we uh than what they are perceived to be. True, true. Because I, I, just like we were talking about before, like uh, it's funny because uh, Spike was telling this girl who was like, he was like, oh, that's what you want to do. It was, it's a young black girl. She was maybe twenty three, and saying sit down. But I was in there by myself, but without among people. And the girl was like, yeah, I want to do this. I'm moving here to do this. He was like, you got to work hard. You got to put in the work. And he was just telling her, he was trying to encourage her. Like, you have to go, you have to go for it, right? And we were, we were in there talking. And then he was, he, he asked me about my journey. And I was like, when I worked at the Celadoro place at the bakery, because I went, I was working two jobs and a side job on Monday and Thursday. And then I found a job where it kind of took over all that money. I was working 80 plus hours a week, though. 80 plus hours a week for about a good, six to eight months, and I was telling him that, he was like, yo, that's a lot of work. And I was like, man, you know, and he, he started laughing, like, yeah, I know, you know, and he, he was kind of like, yeah, that's what it takes, kind of, you know, kind of sort of thing, you know, and so um, I think a lot of people just don't know, because, because, like, Spike got a ad, an ad agency called Spike DDB, because he's, he's a footprint under DDB Needham, which is a big ad agency, one of the big ones. And when I went to, before I met Spike, the step before that, when I went in there and I went to Spike DDB, I was like, man, this is Spike Lee's company, right? Black women, black dudes, it was, everybody was black. So I think it does happen. We just don't see it and people don't talk about it. People don't document it. You know, people don't document it enough. Because I, man, I know, um, I know Bob, man, Bob Johnson put on a lot of black people, a lot of black people. And it happens, but nobody documents about it, you know? Um, Reginald F. Lewis, he was playing a whole other game, whole other game where the the, the dope shit about Reginald F. Lewis, hate that he that he died of uh, cancer, the brain tumor, but he was just balling, like, 
he was living over in uh over in Europe, get up in the morning, jump on his jet to do business, and it's like, damn, this motherfucker was a was a black James Bond businessman, you know what I'm saying? He lived that life, but other people don't know the story, you know. So I yeah, yeah, a lot of black dudes are lone wolves. Are lone wolves because it's like like for instance, it's it's almost like like I told you how hard I was working, eighty hour weeks, right? If I'm working eight hour weeks, like I was saying, and I go to the dude's crib, like, dude, did you edit that? Ah, uh, man, uh, now this motherfucker had no job. He lived with his mom and daddy. Him and his brother, he was 21 at the time. Him and his brother uh, slept on bunk beds. So he's 21, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should be working hard. Can I ask you a question? Here, right? So I'm both. Okay, yeah, so right. now you see your brother who you said had an issue. Why you just ain't find another brother to work with you? Oh, because I'm, I'm 100 miles an hour. I'm 100 miles an hour. Dude, I don't even have time to No, no, have time to stop. So you're going to overwork yourself. If your brother, if you don't have a conversation with your brother and say, hey, my nigga, you slipping. Man, nigga, we trying to do this again. Uh, I have many other conversations. Okay, if you had, the con okay, yeah. okay, if you had, if you me, had that me. conversation and your brother wasn't, why you ain't cut him and try to build another bond with another brother and say, I just need somebody serious. We're just trying to get somewhere quick. You know, but we need to pair up and do this. Huh? I said, no, like, I've met, I feel like this. If I'm, like, like I'll tell you, man, my cartoon, like, I, I, I had to hire an illustrator and animator, right? At one time, I first started paying the, paying the illustrator who do the comic strip shit. I was paying her $400 a month, which was nothing. You know, then it was $600 a month. Dollars a month, which is nothing. I jacked her up to eight hundred dollars a month, right? At the same time, I'm paying the animator. I'm paying the animator, right? Uh, twenty four hundred dollars a month. Uh, twenty four hundred dollars a sec. I mean, a minute, minute per animation, right? I, I'm doing all this. I'm going hard. I, I wrote all this shit. I came with the name, all that. I'm I'm approving this. And and the young dude, he had he he was there from the beginning. And he did nothing. Why did why, why, why did you nothing. cut him off and find another brother? Dude, I'm going. Dude, when you go on hundred miles an hour, dude, you you, you uh, that, that, that's a long wolf. You got tunnel vision, right? You have no. You can't have tunnel vision. Don't get me wrong. Everybody got their own methods, and and I'm not saying what you did was wrong. Um, there's a point that I'm trying to get to. There's a point that I'm trying to get. To. I feel you, you know. Me, there's a point that is it. You building this empire on your back alone. On your back alone, you had a, a negative experience with one time, which a lot of us brothers do. We have one experience and say, "Fuck, I ain't doing nothing with no more niggas. I'm just gonna take this to the chin and I'm gonna ride this shit out." No, you're not supposed to do that. That's just one nigga. Okay, so take oh, oh, this out. Take this out. So this, this is the thing. This thing. Like I tell you how hard I was going, right? So all I was asking of the dude was a little bit. All a little bit. He can I understand that you going you going back to that. My, my question bit. is, why you ain't right, cutting? Wait, 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 wait. He he can do a little bit, right? He can do a little bit. So I bring in another person. I, I, I and I want them to do more, and they be like, "No, nah, I ain't doing that shit." So it's like it's almost like, dude, it's like, like I've worked with other people doing other shit, right? I've I've been the person who joined other people's team, like, dude, being other people's team. I'm outworking them. I'm not working them, and then they be like, "Ah, oh, dude, this shit too hard." You know what I'm saying? 
your time is valuable, man. Your time on this earth is valuable. It, it, it really is. It really is. So it's almost like it's almost like you get around dudes and you see what it is. You know what I'm saying? Nick, like for instance, this other dude named Dre I used to kick it with, right? And and I'm dude, I'm like, I'm trying to work hard. I'm working hard. You know, and I'm getting around him, his boy, and he's like, yo, that's a little smoke. Let's go do this. I'm like, nigga, this we're supposed to be working. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the whole thing. A lot of dudes don't get the concept of work. The concept of nigga, we have to go hard. You know what I'm saying? Because me myself, me myself, like I want to be a citizen of the world. I want to no, live I, everywhere. No lie. I want to. I want to live everywhere. And for me to live everywhere, I got to. I have great. to work hard. Like I'm. I'm. I'm not a. I'm. Not, I'm not a. Nigga, I just want a crib, and I want a family, and I want a car, and that's it. Like, I'm trying to live great. everywhere. And a lot of I understand, that, and they're not supposed to, bro. They're not supposed to. Your vision is your vision. Your work ethic is your work ethic. You mm -hmm. obsess. You obsessive mm -hmm. with what you got to do. A nigga gonna work at his own pace, and you utilize a nigga for what he can do at that time. You're not supposed to expect to put what the stresses you got on another nigga back. Do what he can do best. This is when it comes to becoming a manager. I've managed people at multiple locations. I don't judge them. I you, you, so so. You know this, and there's a rule of thumb. You find what a person's weaknesses and strength at, and you utilize what he can do not and True. shift him around. I ain't listen. Every time and a nigga done burnt me or did some goofy shit that I didn't like, or we get into some shit, I don't use that as a negative. I use that as a positive. Okay, this nigga don't want to do this. I just move on. And you want to know something? I play my position and go get with a nigga who want to get something. Just because one nigga done did some shit I don't like, I'm going to find me some brothers to get with. Because at the end of the day, bro, I'm going to say something that I know none nigga ain't going to say this. I need me a nigga to help me to get somewhere. I ain't King Dingling. Uh, I know I know, I need the, me some niggas. Big, I know I need some help. Most niggas ain't going to say that. It's a little different than it's a little different in the, in the creative space. No, it's the same it's really thing in the creative space. Most of these niggas ain't get. Listen, no, no, listen. No, it is Most of these niggas ain't get nowhere without no help. Fuck, fuck with them. No, no, no. Listen though. Listen though. Listen, listen though. Like, listen though. So it's like me. We can stick with me. Like, what, what do I need? What I needed somebody to do. Like, I needed a dude to, to edit the video. You want to edit the video? What happened? I learned how to edit the video, right? I learned how to edit the video because me and him, we had a little bit of creative chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's almost like if you was a rapper, if you, if you was rapping and your raps and all that, you know, your whole vision, you need somebody, your whole vision is your whole vision. If somebody came in and be like, nah, I'm going to write this rap for you, you're going to say it. You're going to be like, nah, but you're going to fuck up the whole vision. You know what I'm saying? So it's no, not I'm much, not gonna. Uh, I'm not not, I, I might consider that because you want to know why he's adding to the vision. He listen. We have an issue okay, taking constructive criticism and advice because we want to be King Dingling. We ain't gonna. Nah, I, I, listen, listen. But like this, if, if, listen, listen. Ahead, I was working with a nigga who was putting up money, mm -hmm. and he said, "Yo, nigga, I want somebody else to write the hook for you." I say, "No pressure. That's less work on me." Oh. We want mm -hmm. this girl going to do this and that. Okay, no pressure. We got shit done in a matter of minutes compared to me thinking, hey, I'm going to just handle it all this. The vision. Your vision starts at one point. Then it grows. And then it grows. It True grows true. and it grows. True we true. scared to hear other people's thing because we thinking that, oh, nah, nigga, this ain't, I want to be like this. Artists typically die broke. That's fact. They're not business people. Because they don't know... They, 
Athlete, because they do not know how to work with people. They do not know how to mm -hmm. listen. I'm gonna be real with you. I got projects I haven't talked about. I got niggas working with me, helping me out with it. Cause you want to know why I go on my phone book and I'm asking the nigga, "Hey fool, you do this? No, nope. hey fool, you do this? Yeah, I could do that for you. Fool, you want to work on something? Nah, my nigga. Okay, I go on to the next nigga. Hey fool, you want to do this? Yeah, fool, I work with you on that. Fool, I ain't got no money to give you. There ain't no pressure, fool. We all trying to get it. We in the mud. I feel you. I, I feel you. But uh, me, me myself, nah, it, I, I don't. I'm not. I, I don't want to be king dingling. I really don't. Because if, if that was the if that was the case, I would have never started the business with the. No, I understand that. But why didn't you? Try, why didn't you try never. to go find other people to pair up with? You have a vision. You need. Listen. Put, put like this. Put like put like this. It's like it's almost like this. But but I'll give a good example. When uh when uh Matt was starting the um Black Man Renaissance, right? I thought he was doing it. I'm like, oh, that shit look dope. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I had a whole vision for him. I'm like, oh, dude, you can do this, you can do this. It really wasn't his vision. You know what I'm saying? But I was saying shit like that, because even even before, like, I had sent him some prototypes of, like, dude, this shit could be t-shirt. I sent him a prototype, and he was like, that dude look like a slave. You know what I'm saying? That dude like a slave. I was like, nah. I was like, it's a tone. You know, we weren't together. We were just, like, talking. We weren't together. I was like, no, just uh, how to feel, vibe, whatever, whatever. So I listen. Oh, listen. Let me, let me tell the story. I listen to what he had to say. Then I said, "Hey, man, what's what's the thing of a black man renaissance?" When you picture it, he sent me a picture. I'm like, "Oh, he's like like a like like a dude Jadena." Okay, blah blah blah. So that, that was his vision, whatever. All right, whatever, right? So then I started posting a quote every day, right? I started posting a quote, right? Then I was like, "He is his post birthday." I was like, "I could do that." I started posting birthdays, right? So let let me let me take it through my day, right? Check it. So, um, I, I need to get even more active, but I do my stuff. I go I go do my work. I come in in the crib about four in the morning, five in the morning. I hop on bow, or I, I've done some pre whatever. I put all the birthdays up. I edit them, bow bow bang bang bang. Put them up, bow whatever. I haven't missed a day since since we started doing. I haven't missed a day. He don't say nothing to me, right? He don't say. Hey, dog, did you do this? That's it. When he wakes up, that bam, that's it. A schedule, bam, 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 yeah, bam, yeah. bam, right? No talk, right? I consult, I consulted him in the beginning. He said he's gonna do bam. That's what it is. We don't even talk about about a lot of stuff like that, right? Nigga, ain't a lot of people out there like that, man. There's not a lot of motherfuckers out there. I ain't say, hey, do you have to charge me? Hey, do you this? Bam, blah, blah. See, that, that's 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 the that's the um. That's the structure that I get you talk about working with black dudes. Dude, it's not a lot of motherfuckers out there like that. It just really ain't. Nigga, I, I don't, when I talk to him, I don't talk about, put like this, dude. I love pussy. I love bitches. Me and him don't even talk about that. That's not, even, that's, that's not yeah. even my thing. I don't even talk to niggas about bitches. Niggas, niggas be saying Dre. I think, I think Dre gay. Like, I ain't gay. I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to get money. Yeah. All that other shit. Fuck all that. Fuck, fuck marriage. Fuck friendship, fuck all that shit, nigga. I'm trying to get money. There's not a lot of niggas yeah. that like that. You know what I'm saying? I post the shit every day. Dude, it's just not a lot of dudes out there like that. I don't even do. I don't talk about like people be like, oh this dude. People always trying to analyze who I am. Oh this dude, he this, he just that. 
Nigga, really, honestly, I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. I really don't. I have, I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. Nigga, marriage, fuck that. Nigga, fun, fuck that. Nigga, I'm trying to live. You know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of people out there like that. Nigga, you never hear me talk about a lot of shit because I don't give a fuck. I really, truly don't give a fuck. It's not a lot of people out there like that. If you know people out there like that, nigga, get them my way. I can use some help. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a lot of people out there like that. Nigga, let's smoke. Nigga, I don't even smoke. Nigga, I drink, but who gives a fuck? Nigga, I'm trying to get money. So, yeah, I would like to work with people like that, but it's not a lot of people out there like that. Because you, you want to know the thing that, that, that really gets me? But like this, I worked with a lot of dudes. Because when I was doing production, I had to do who was a writer, right? Man, one time, one time, like, nigga, I'm coming back and forth to New York, blah, blah, blah. And I remember um, one time, was, uh, I had to do something. And he was like, yo, man. My girl cooked for me. I can't go. I was like, what the fuck, nigga? You know what I'm saying? I think we was going to music seminar, but we had something to do. And it's like, ah, my girl cooks. She don't get mad if I leave. That's how I really felt. Nigga, fuck your bitch. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, when it's time to do uh, do some work, nigga, who got time to, man, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's how I feel. So if, if I feel like that, and it, it, when, when dudes tell me that, because, dude, a mistake I made before, my first got to New York, I was I, I, I was going to be on, a, one of my songs was going to be on a compilation album with City High or whatever. I met this A&R dude. He was like, dude, you're talented. Yo, your music is dope, right? And so he was like, yo, I just want to get you in the studio and just let you go, wow, I got some artists, whatever, right? The dude name was John Williams. He's from Newark, whatever, right? So cause I remember I had a book, and we, and we met, and then he put his number in my book. He's like, hey, this is my number, call me. And so I'm working way out in Edison, New Jersey. I'm coming back to the city, whatever. And nigga, I'm running around. And I called this dude one day. I was like, yo, man, um, yeah, we're going to meet today, whatever. You, you're going to insist to do the studio out in, uh, fuck, it's all the part of uh, Jersey. I was like, yo, um, we're going to meet. She's like, ah, oh, man, I'm having issues with my girl, man. We broke up. I said, nigga, what? Issues with your girl? I'm like, what? Nigga, I was so pissed. <laughs> because I'm like, dude, I, like I'm going hard. I'm, I'm speeding, nigga. Do it. When I first moved to New York, nigga, I was like two ten, two hundred ten pounds. Nigga, within like four months, nigga, I weighed like one eighty, one seventy five. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, nigga, I had burned myself out. I really did. But I'm like, nigga, who got time to be? My girl is. Now, now, if you know dudes like that. Who really want to get it and, and work, nigga? I, nigga, hey, hey, touche. Have I ever? Have we? We had talked about marriage and shit, but you ever hear me say, "Yo, dude, I'm trying to." No, I, I, we, yeah, no, we never had a conversation like that. That's not my conversation, nigga. I guess no. Like it'd be funny when niggas like, "Yo, man, you fucking that bitch." Nigga, why do you care, nigga? Why you trying to like that? I don't give a fuck, nigga. I really, truly don't give a fuck. I don't. I, I just really don't, man. And, and it's funny because, like, like, only my little brother know me like that. Like, I have a brother who's a, who's a, a high-level exec at a pharmaceutical company. He's a vice president of a division, right? Corporate dude, right? He, sometimes I think he feel like, like, I'm just taking it easy because me and him don't really have those conversations, right? We really don't have those conversations. Then he see me do something, like, oh, because, nigga, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you think about. I really don't. Now, the funny thing is when, when niggas come to me and be like, ah, like you a fish nigga. 
And then I let you, I let you know what it is. But nigga, I, I just don't give a fuck. Nigga. I don't. I don't give a fuck about. Nigga, you may die. You may die alone. Nigga, so nigga, fuck that. I ain't trying to be married. Nigga, I'm trying to get it. That's what it is. So if I if somebody in my in, in my in my phone book like that, hey man, I'm willing to work with them. But if we try to do something and I call you, but like, hey, do you do that? I appreciate how many times. Well, he one time he hit me up and like because I used to post to to my to the Twitter, and I stopped doing Twitter. He called me and said, "Hey, dude, I ain't been seeing you post on Twitter." You know what I'm saying? He, he called. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, man, I have to get back on that." He called me right now. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? You know what? People, like you're, you're forgetting that I've known you. I've known you since uh, shit, ten years now. When I moved, when I moved out there. When you when you when you had the little when you had the little studio, yeah, so we like we we built a report. We have a relationship. Yeah, we we know each other. We 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 we, we kind of know each other, you know what I'm saying? But you know I'm yeah. trying to get it. And you know I'm yeah. trying to get it or whatever. But hey, man, hey, you feel that, Hakeem? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here. Okay. I just you know I'm not trying to over talk. I'm just letting you talk. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. Like it's it's not a lot of yo. I, no, I tell you, but for like, I'll give you another example. When I first moved to New York, like I used to record back home with this dude who used to try to be a singer. He was trash, but he, he was a good engineer with us before I knew Pro Tools all that, right? So, um, I used to, like, this dude, he not respected in the hood. He not respected in the hood like that. Like, he think he is, whatever. I got a whole other story about this dude, but he not respected in the hood. Like, niggas, niggas run over him all that. Big dude, too. But, um, I was living in New York City. My job that I had, I was a uh, supervisor at this warehouse way out of Edison, New Jersey, whatever. And then they got funny because they was like, how did you move from the Midwest? He out here, a supervisor. So they tried to sabotage whatever. They took my job away. I ended up working at Dwayne Reed, making $4.50 an hour. I was making way more than that, whatever. Blah, blah. Dude, I pieced the 450 together, saving money. So I got unemployment. And I was, I was going back home to record with my dudes, right? My dude who was a writer. My dude was right who at first was gonna move to New York City, but then at the end he was like, nah man, I think I just need a vacation. You know, me and my girl, him and his girl start having babies, whatever. So like, like talking about working with dudes, nigga. So me and myself, he didn't move, he had no kids at the time, he had a girl, whatever. And so I was going back home when I didn't really have the money. So the dude went to the studio, I sent him money for studio time. Like, dude, here's money for studio time when niggas wouldn't even give this nigga money for studio time. I sell money for studio time, dude. I'm gonna be home these days. Nigga, I jump on the Greyhound. Nigga, it's 12, it's 12 hours on a Greyhound. No, 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 no. It's longer than 12 hours. It's 12 hours driving. It's almost 20 something hours, or 17 hours on a Greyhound. Jump on the Greyhound. When I'm working at the Wayne Reed for 450 an hour, because minimum wage back then was 450 an hour. I jump on the Greyhound, go home, I then tell my mom whatever just because i'm trying to get it i get home i'm caught i'm calling this dude this dude is ghosting me right the dude how i send the money home i tell my boy hey man you wrote those verses blah 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 now this is how hard i'm going to work with black dudes dudes who i know i go home dude goes to me at the studio man i was so mad my chest was hurting nigga i had to go to the beach to cool down one morning honest to god right my last day before I'm up to go uh, um, fly, back, uh, fly back home or take Greyhound back home, yeah, oh, my bad, man. You know, I'm sorry, man. Nah, me telling you that story. But this bitch nigga 
who actually came, the, this nigga who had the studio, this a nigga who walked in on his girl getting fucked by the, by the cable guy, this bitch ass nigga, I've seen this nigga money and this nigga flip on me like that. Now, do I supposed to get this nigga another opportunity? No. Do I suppose, it's a lot of niggas out there like that. And he, and, and years later he tell me, man, you know, my bad man on me acting like that, but you know, you want to me no track before I could get on. Now, when you're dealing with shit like that, nigga, it's not about a real nigga. It's, it's really not. I can give you other examples. Drake, Drake n- n- before you get into that, let me say, I get where you're coming from. You've told me countless stories right now of how many niggas did you dirty. I get that. Niggas gonna always do us dirty. The fact that I'm screaming, we trying to build a team. Yes, a nigga did us dirty. When can we get over that and try to find niggas who ain't gonna do us dirty and build a team? We let these things, oh, we let no. these things leave scars on us. So we feel like ain't nobody no, worth no. being a team with. So we running and gunning dolo. That's all I'm screaming it. No, That's no. all I'm screaming. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to even let you say that. I'm not going to let you say that. Cause uh, again, dude, I'm not trying to be clean in the lane. I'm trying oh, to get it. I'm really okay. trying to get are, it. Are you actively so, networking, trying to build a team? Dude, I'm actually trying to get back to where I was at. At right now, everything's kind of on pause. It really is. No, no, no. You, you see, you, you, you're talking really? about getting the money back up. I'm not even talking about the money. I'm talking about networking. Meeting niggas. That doesn't take no money. Building rapport with different niggas to try to build the wait, team. Wait, 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 yeah. Wait. All right. But when do I have time to network? When do I have time to network right now? I really don't even have time to network. I really don't. I just really don't have time to network. I'm trying just trying to get back. Look, this reminds me when uh-huh. I was when I was just so fucking busy. When I used to work 30 days out of the 31 days type shit. I'm trying to get back to where I can grind like that. I'm just trying to get myself in position where I can grind like that. Where hopefully I can be somebody. Along the way, I hope I will be somebody who be like, dude, I feel you, my dude. I, let's get it. Let's get it. I, I, I'm I'm not against working with black dudes, but again, man, it's not too many people who really want it. No, like, no, you dude, say I'm, that, but you say that, but you just say you don't have time and you haven't met a bunch of niggas. So how would we, how would we, how would oh, we no, know I, that if we, no, no, I, I'm just trying to, I'm playing devil's advocate. How would you know that it's not a lot of people to get it if we're not actively looking? Have you met 10, 20 niggas a day to screen to see if a nigga lazy or if he's a fuck boy or not? Because let me tell you something. I'm from Dade County. When I came to Boston, I didn't really network with niggas like that because I'm already coming in a foreign land. I met Mac on a humbug at a show and mm-hmm. felt he was a cool nigga and we just got cool from there. Same thing. Matter of fact, I met Mac at the show. I met another nigga that, at the show who I still talk to to this day. From there, gradually, I started to learn that, okay, man, nigga, you got to have a team and we sh- we have to start building something. You just, And that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 hey, man, I, I, I feel what you're saying. Like, like your way of going about it is it's, it's a dope way, man. It, it, it really is because it do it nothing. And I tell you nothing. I wish the dude I seen about the cartel. I wish he I wish we could just pop a man. He get his two cents. Like, because he thought like, you know, a lot of niggas think oh, I run over this nigga, right? Nigga, when it comes to really trying to get in and do something, nigga, you will never see me wild out more than when I'm around a bitch ass nigga. When I'm around a bitch ass nigga who do bitch ass shit, I'll wild out on bitch ass niggas for real. 
shit like that really gets to me because this dude, I didn't move to New York City to not see my to not uh, to not be around my nieces and nephews growing up to not be around my mom and daddy to waste motherfuckers time. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Fuck a bitch, nigga. Fuck some pussy, nigga. Nigga, I'm trying to get money. I really am. I'm really trying to get money, nigga. Do I love pussy, nigga? I love pussy. I love bitches. I love Latino women, white women, black women. I love women, right? But nigga, fuck all this. Let's chill, nigga. Let's smoke, nigga. Nothing, nothing pissed me off more than being around than than motherfuckers making excuses to make money to really live a dream, nigga. Nothing, nothing in this world. Like, man, my oldest brother, I told you, nigga, been married seven times. Nigga, how I talk to this nigga, like, I told this nigga straight up. Like, I have respect for my brother, right? But he be giving all these excuses. Nigga, fuck. Man, dude, come on, man. Like, I can't. Maybe that's my issue with working with people. I have no problem working with people. But when you start coming with excuses, nigga, what? Oh, my girl said, oh, just, man, get the fuck out of here. Really? Really, honestly. Because, dude, man, feel like this. You see how black people live? You see how we in last place? You know what I'm saying? We in last place in, in America? You see how this shit is? We don't have no time. And we're going to stay last we place until we, until we practice unity. Hey, man. Hey, man. Everybody get it how they get it. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you. With that statement, we're going to stay last place. Everybody get it how they get it. That, I, it, it, it. No, no. No. No, no, I, I, I don't say, because really, honestly, I do reach out to, uh, you want to know who I reach out to a lot? You know, is my nieces and nephews, no. really. I, my, my nephew, I, I got a nephew who's 21. I, I got uh, two nephews who's 21. One of them is about to be 22. I got another nephew. That, that, that's that's different. That's family. And, and that's family. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And some, and some of my guys, you know, some of my guys, right? I got guys back at home. Guys, like I told my guys back at home who actually got a little capsule. I told them about the Airbnb thing. One of my boys, he came, he stayed on my Airbnb, right? When I had dude, when I had four Airbnbs, right? I had four Airbnbs. Another dude, right? Hey, we can, I'm in my whole soliloquy on this shit, right? I had four Airbnbs, which so making a lot of money, right? This dude named Andre, we had the same name. His daddy had my name, whatever. We was cool. Like we, we was cool. He saw what I was doing. I tried to put him on. I tried to put him in position, right? Even when the white boys was doing all that Airbnb shit, right? When I when I went to Paris, I, I, I um I let him uh, manage the places. So because he really wasn't making no money at the time, he had lost his job. I let him manage the places so maybe he can manage some of theirs. I tried to bring them on, right? Now he see I got four Airbnbs, right? Or whatever, and so he could have jumped on and said, "All right, man, let me get some money and." You, you know how to do it and do more. Fast forward, we really want to fuck with each other as much anymore, right? I'm walking down the street. He walking with this Hispanic dude or whatever he was, Ecuadorian, whatever. And uh, he walks down the street. Oh, Trey, what up, man? What up? What's up, boy? What up? Like, oh, man, we're about to go look at this Airbnb. I'm like, what? Like, you know I do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm doing this? So it's like he didn't see it in me to be like, hey, Trey, let's team up. Let's team up. I'm going to team up with this other dude. Who I'm sure don't do it as much as you. What am I supposed to do? Do I supposed to get mad? Whatever. He had every opportunity to be like, Dre, I see what you're doing. Let's go. He didn't take the opportunity. What do I supposed to do? What do I supposed to do, man? And, and we met in passing. Well, he, I met him just like, 
how I met uh, how I met Matt. He he's a he was a rapper. He came to the studio with that. So I do meet people. I do meet people as I'm along my journey. As I'm along my journey, she's like minded people. Whatever. Hey, if if they decide to get down, they get down. But hey, if you're coming on board, if you're really trying to do what I'm doing or whatever, and you start making excuses, nigga, I ain't fucking with you, man. I'm really not fucking with you. I'm really not. And that's just how it is. Dude, that's how it is. Hey, you know how you mean some people be like, hey, man, what what you want to do when you grow up? Man, I would love to have a house. Man, I would love to travel. I would love, nigga, I'm not a, I would love to. I'm not a, I would love to, nigga. I'm really not. Nigga, fuck that, nigga. I'm trying to get it. Dude, I'm going to be 48. Man, nigga, I feel like I'm, age thing is really nothing, nigga. Because at 48, I do the same thing I was doing when I was 30. Really honest. I, I even look 30-ish, whatever. I, I don't even look at the old nigga. You getting older. Nigga, I don't care. Like, I don't care if it took this long, whatever, nigga. I'm, I'm not, I'm not about to be like, oh, I'm getting older now. Let me find me a wife. What the fuck, that? Yeah, I know a whole bunch of people who, hey, I'm about to give me a wife because that's what you do. Who are unhappy? Nigga, I'm getting what I, I get. If I never get it before I die, nigga, I'm cool with that too. That I'm, and if if I can't meet a like-minded person like that, nigga, fuck up with anybody. Really, honestly, really honestly. So maybe I am a nigga who like, I don't want to work after like this. You don't see me trying to work on the white guys, do you? No. I don't fuck with them like that. I really don't. So that's what it is, man. Okay. Okay, man. You got any last words? Um, no, nah, not really. Not really. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, no, not, 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 not really. It's just, um. Uh... He just uh, he took he uh, Dre said a bunch of stuff that just agree with what I just said. My whole premise of stuff. I'll wrap it up then. Um, um, for us to compete, we have to stick together and we have to learn how to work with each other. Um, until we do that, we're never we can't say shit about no white boy, about no Asian, about no Hispanic, about no Laotian. Because we first don't know how to come together and even sit down and build a business plan. So that's really all. That's really it for me on that. That's my last words on that. I don't mind kicking it with yeah, I don't mind kicking it with niggas. We can smoke blunts. We can run a train on holes. If that's what your that's what niggas taste. I don't mind that. I get into that freaky shit too. But when it comes to money, I know when it comes to money, when it comes to money. And when it comes to trying to build an empire, and this is why you'll never see no black empire like that, of strong black men collabing, like together, four, five niggas running and gunning, understanding their place until we understand that it's not all about us. It's about the collective. I, 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 you saying that? I think that actually exists. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not saying it doesn't. We're not saying it doesn't exist. It's just not enough of it. And the, the ones that do exist oh, is old niggas, and they're dying off. They're dying. Yeah, they're, they're, they're old yeah, niggas. Yeah. I'm talking about niggas like me and you and Mac. I'm talking about niggas like me and you and Mac. Let me ask you a you question. I mean? uh, let me. I want. I want to ask a question. Right. Okay. Boom. So, uh, let's let's not use Rockefeller as an example, but something but something similar, right? So let's say let's say you have three or four brothers that come together, they, they start doing they start doing something, whatever, whatever. Now you keep talking about a dynasty and you know terms of that ilk. Okay, boom. 
um when it comes to business sometimes it's hey you know what this shit happens for a few seasons or whatever whatever um do you think it's supposed to last forever or hey you know what you guys come together you guys make a few million boom boom and then you guys go your separate ways is that is that is that cool or or what do you think about that in the chitlin circuit that's perfect in the chitlin circuit okay yeah that's perfect only niggas think like it's supposed to just last a couple things and we just go go about their business. You know what I mean? And mind you, I say I don't have no problem people doing unself, but like for niggas to still be together, like you have to, you know what I mean? Like it, it just it just like what you just said just sounds like let's do a quick flip and you go your way, I go out your way. That's not making nobody rich. What do you mean it's not making nobody rich? No, it's not making nobody rich. It's not, it's not, it's not the benefit of the collective. It, it, it just sounds like something that's only benefiting me and you at the point of the time. That's really all that is. Serial entrepreneurs do it all the time. They come together, they make a business, whatever, whatever. Then you guys end up selling the business, whatever, making making your money. Then you go, now you got money to to, to create something else. Yeah, uh, and I get where you're coming. I, 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 like, I understand where you're coming from on that note. I'm not negating that. I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about um, maybe it's a, maybe it's a fantasy of mine of seeing brothers coming together and, and building a dynasty. You feel what I'm saying? But you know, what what I mean? get, get like my brother, my brother, my brother. You keep saying dynasty. Like you have to give examples. You have to give examples. What of what? There what ain't dynasty? no examples. No, I, I I got a question though. What 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 uh, what's your definition of, of a dynasty? Like, all right, put it like this. Um, um, your definition of a dynasty, what, what, as far as what it looks like, what what the money entails. Are you talking about you know who the Koch brothers is? You know who the yeah. Koch brothers is? So KLC eight, yeah. Like, are you talking about that level dynasty? You talking about that level dynasty, or are you talking about like? Give me an idea of what what's your what you when you say dynasty, what are you talking about financially? What do it look like? What do it look like? I'm asking. I, I, I um, there's many forms of it. I just think the idea I have in a dynasty is, you know, what I mean, a group of niggas coming together, they start something and they stick with it to build something greater than themselves, and they it just doesn't. It just lasts because you know what I mean. Like when you see people, different races like Ben and Jerry or or Rolling Stones, like these niggas are still together. You feel me? Yeah, Ben, ben and Jerry they stole, they stole, but yeah. But are you, are you talking about? So if, are you saying like, as to say, me, you, and Mac bought four houses? Say, say we, say we, um. Say you were flipping houses, mm -hmm. right? And then you was like, yo, man, I, or, or yeah, just say we were flipping houses. And it was a place like a Detroit or Gary, Indiana. And you was like, hey, man, you can come get a house on it for 2500 We flipped it. I got my crew up. Hey, man, you bring, you bring in a little capsule. We flip, bow. We flip, bow, bow, bow. Or, or say we, we, we don't flip and sell. We flip and rent because Detroit coming back, right? So we flip and rent. Detroit coming back or whatever. So we got, say we got eight houses now. We got eight houses, and we just hold on to eight houses. Is that, is, is that your definition of dynasty? We started together, we started together, and um, we still have it. Yeah, we still, we, yeah, we, we, we still have it together, and we continue with. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ben and Jerry's sold to British.
Multi, yeah, they, 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 they sold the Unilever. We're not talking about, yeah, they, they sold the company, but I'm just saying them niggas still, they stuck together all the way until they sold it. it it's, it. But you, it's, but you, but you say Dynasty, so they, they, so what do you say? They shouldn't have sold it and, and still maintain ownership nah, of the bro, company? You, you, no, nah, I'm not talking about that. that. That's, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about them niggas sold it. They made a collective thing where they sold it off, but I'm just saying them boys were together for over 30 years. But what does that mean if they sold it? What, is, what does that mean? All right, forget about it, bro. Because you talk about a dynasty, so a dynasty supposed to last nah, forever. Nah, forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just no, yeah. what you're talking about as, as, as far as dynasty. But yeah, I think you're talking about brotherhood, friendship. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I, I I'm talking about niggas about, sticking like, together. Yeah, you're going to sell a business. You and your nigga going to do that. That's what it is. But I just, I just had a vision of something... You know what I mean? Like, I know y'all, you're trying to get so technical with it. It's not really that technical. Like, a nigga creates something and nigga stick, yeah, and, and, and nigga stick yeah, with it to the point where it goes bigger than itself. Yeah, eventually it's going to sell, but we don't even get to the point where we can even create something. I feel, I feel, I, I, I feel, I feel what you're saying. You, you're talking more brotherhood. Like, like honestly, honestly, I know you're talking about black people working together. Not, not, I'll tell you this, man. Me myself, I I can't really just be around a lot of white guys, right? I really can't. I, I don't even feel funny. Like it's a lot of white guys who want to be like, oh, you my brother, you know what I'm saying? But we have so many different differences like that. We have a lot of differences, so I feel funny. It's some it's a guy right now who uh he, he lives in California. He considered me like his brother, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, you my brother, and we we haven't even known each other that long, but he's like oh, you my brother, you know what I'm saying? So I understand. On your angle of black people sticking together, but I'll tell you, like my my friend who I've known since I was four, since I'm four years old, and whatever I've seen him raise his family, whatever, right? Like he got other friends outside of me, right? That he and he's really close to that he works with all the time. But really honestly, really honestly, like we've grown apart. We, we've grown apart, and that happens. Like I don't think you. I don't think you. I don't think that you necessarily are going to stay together. But I feel like I feel what you're saying. We need to stay stick together to survive. We need to stick together to survive as as a people. I'm saying that. I, I I wholeheartedly understand that. But when it comes to business and and like your lifestyle is different from my lifestyle, whatever. Should I like to do? I don't think you always gonna stay. You can have that respect. To me and my boy, we got to respect. I talked to him the other day. We have respect. But we don't. We still don't do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to only only person I know who I'm always gonna be cool with. The person who don't mean the best is my my youngest brother Anthony. Like we always gonna be good. That's my brother, brother. But when he was growing up, I kept him around me so much with my friends. So we got a whole different kind of bond. It's hard to get that kind of bond with other people. That that bond is. is Tough, but I, I feel what you're saying as far as, and I think I think it do actually happen more than you think. I'm, it maybe that happen with your people, but I think I think that happen more than you think. Like like whatever I get into, oh, let me call Hakeem Bow. Yo, man, let me, yo, let me call this person. I, I think that I think that does happen on a lot of levels, but I think that's hard. I think that's tough. I I, I really do to stick it out with your people for. For 40 years, 30 years, build something. I think that's tough, though, man. No, I, no, I, it, I think it's really tough. It, I, is it? Yeah, but it, 
But yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like it's tough, but I think you, I think what you said is like we need that to, and and and, that, and that's what I'm trying to say. We need that type of bond to compete because the thing about it is, if you look at what goes on in indie industry, as far as just dealing with black folks, nigga, just go off and start and do something and start to veer off in different places. And you got a bunch of different little ships when niggas need to stick together. Yeah, you might have something over here, and they, but it's just like sometimes it, it's better if, if you come together as a collective. But you know what I'm saying, and and and, and that's yeah. all I'm saying. But you wanna, it is what it is. It, yeah. it is everybody. Everybody can be king dingling. Ain't no pressure. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's culture. That's, that's culture, but. One thing I say a lot is, uh, I was like, man, slavery. Is bad. I, 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 I'm asking, I it, it did that. Where we'll have contentious, and we're gonna, uh, um, uh, and we'll have difference of opinions, and we're not gonna. It's hard. Mm -hmm. We'll sit and bicker about this all the time. I bicker about this shit all the yeah, time. Sure. You can't even find a nigga to yeah, help yeah. you move yeah. a couch. I, I, I feel you on that, but I, this is my last story. I promise, man. Like this, this, this is the kind of what you talk about is this. All right, so I told you I was working two jobs in the side job, right? My side job was um, you just deliver organic food uh, uh, in, in in the city. So it was these trucks that come from uh, it's come from uh, New Hampshire, and they come to the city. So they don't know the city, so they need somebody who knows the city, right? So we ride with them to get to the lowest places in the city. Plus, we would help them deliver the organic food, right? Bam. So one day I was fucking hungry. We out in in uh I think Midwood, part of Brooklyn, but it's Hasidic Jews, right? Like I'm hungry, I'm starving. So I'm like, it was Dwayne Reed there. I'm like, man, fuck, I'm gonna give me a Snickers or something. So I walk into Dwayne Reed, Hasidic Jew neighborhood, right? Walk into Dwayne Reed. I'm looking, I can't find a fucking Snickers. So it's a black girl working behind the counter. And you know, Jew, Jews is Jewish. It's a black girl working there though. I'm like, hey man, what a Snickers? She thought I'm laughing. She's like, we don't sell Snickers. We only sell Jewish candy. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So that's like Jewish people like, nigga, we keeping it straight Jew. We that's all we fuck with. Fuck yeah, we probably could sell all the snick sell a lot of Snickers, but nigga, we're gonna sell my niggas candy. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole culture thing that I think was really destroyed through slavery and shit like that. So to get back to that, ah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But I feel what you're saying. I feel that we need to do that, but yeah, our our culture is fractured, man. It's it's really it's really fractured. I think that does happen, but it don't happen. So that's what I'll say. Boom. And we out.